All right, we are live. So uh, what is going on, Seven Figure Enrollment Secrets? Uh, listeners and uh, viewers, I'm so excited for you guys because today we have a really special guest, uh, Demi, and she is a master of being able to help you attract clients and, and, and have your clients DM you. Um, and she really works with uh, online entrepreneurs to empower and educate them to improve their lives and achieve their dreams. So we're gonna be diving deep into some really good attraction marketing today. Demi, thank you so much for being with us. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be yeah. here. <laughs> for sure. So um, I would love if you can kind of share some background uh, so that way we have some context as to what you're up to in the world and um, what is it you do. If you can kind of share like just a two minute version of your story and, and what you're up to. Absolutely, I'd love to. Um, so I dove into the online world as a virtual assistant um, you know, kind of the whole story of, I just wanted to get out of the corporate nine to five, uh, rat race and just kind of do my own thing. Um, so I started looking at, you know, ways to work online. Um, I have a business degree, so I went to university, did four years in school and really taught me nothing <laughs> about running a business now that I actually run one. Um, so yeah, I did the whole virtual assisting thing and then I actually, um, invested with a coach and we ended up pivoting my services to be a social media manager. So that was all great. Loved being a social media manager. Um, however, I definitely found it, it just didn't end up aligning with where I wanted my business to go, um, in the future for, for scaling my business. Um, and I really decided that I wanted to be able to help other people be able to take their businesses online and get clients because I was able to do that for myself. So I wanted to help other people be able to do that for them. And kind of, um, I kind of went through this transformation where it was, I never believed that I could actually do this. And having my coach, she really inspired me to be like, yeah, you can do this. And I wanted to give that feeling to other people. Hence, now I am a business coach. So good. So good. And what I love about that, and I think it's like so freaking key, right, is that you like have gone through that transformation yourself. And I feel like so many people out there are trying to like talk something, like talk a walk that they haven't lived, you know? And so... Um, I, I'm so excited for this conversation because you have like, and the cool thing about that is like your background is like so specialized in social media management, you know? And I think one of the things that uh, coaches and, and leaders like really struggle with in this work is like, how do you manage all the things? How do you do all the things? You know, Instagram is constantly evolving. Like, do you have a Facebook group too? Like, just like, you know, if, if, if we're not careful, like we end up trying to do all the things and end up doing none of them, right? And so the thing that I feel like you've really honed in on that I, I love the jam on today is like, what exactly is attraction marketing? Like we've heard, you know, um, yeah, like, you know, I want to attract clients and, and I don't want to have to go and hustle and I don't want to have to get clients and that kind of stuff. Um, and I think everyone wants to get to a space where, you know, clients are just messaging them and, you know, reaching out to them and saying, hey, you know, what are your one-on-one rates or, you know, do you do one-on-one kind of all that stuff? And so, um, I would love to hear your thoughts on how you create that. And just so everyone's aware, like this is kind of the prerequisite for this, right? Is that you have your offer dialed, you have your message dialed, you know who you're serving. You're probably in the game of creating content. You're just not 
having the right people see it or the content you're creating isn't speaking in, in, in the right way um, to, to those people. So Demi, if you could elaborate on that, I would, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I absolutely agree. You have to have these foundations built before people are just going to start coming to you and being like, oh, I want to work with you. Um, I think the biggest thing about attraction marketing is building trust with your audience. For somebody to come to you and say, hey, like, I know that you can help me and I know that I want to work with you, they have to have a certain sense of trust built with you. Um, I like to do attraction marketing. Like once you have your ideal client defined, once you, you've done all that groundwork, um, you've done your market research and you're able to incorporate that into your content to figure out what the offer is that your dream clients really need. Um, I love doing problem awareness content. Um, so I really find that attraction marketing comes a lot of the times because people are unaware that they actually have a problem in the first place that you help to solve. Um, so when you use problem awareness content and really speak to how, you know, they have this problem, you have a signature method for solving this problem and then bringing in a really strong call to action at the end, um, that really helps people be like, okay, she went through this, she understands me, she under she, there's a connection piece in there as well, which makes them want to reach out to you and ask, um, one of the big things I find in um, just even your content for attraction would be your call to action at the end of whatever you're posting. So a lot of people will have a call to action and that's all they'll have. I like to incorporate urgency as well in your call to action so that you're saying, hey, I, after you do um, a post that speaks to your ideal client, I only have X amount of spots for this offer and then direct them on what to do. So there's both urgency and a call to action to get them to make their next move, which is to speak to you. Um, when it comes to really building that connection with your dream clients, that's going to be huge. I see a lot of people in this online space, they do copy content, um, which is like kind of gets lost in the white noise of Instagram, I like to call it. Um, really, they don't take the time to figure out how they're unique um, and how their services differ in their industry and how they can use their brand story as well and the transformations that they've went through to really reach their dream clients in that connection. So there's a couple things, right? Like you're building that connection, you're letting them know that they have that problem. And then you're telling them that, Hey, you're the solution for this problem, which ultimately gets people to message you. Yeah. So good. I think that's great. I always say that we get paid in the right proportion of problems that we solve. And uh, those are my words. Like the, those are Elon Musk, you know, and that's kind of what got me started charging high ticket. I was like, I was doing, I was charging 150 a month, you know, for fit for uh, personal training. And I was like, what am I doing? You know, like I, I can solve uh, a, a greater problem and charge more for it. Um, let's talk, let, like, let, let's kind of zoom in on that, right? Like problem uh, based content, problem awareness content. I think that's so interesting because oftentimes I feel that this piece around, if someone's not clear, one, that they even have a problem or two, that they're not aware, let alone like, I want to shift this thing, then they're definitely not going to be reaching out to you. Right. Like that is, I feel like one of the biggest things for coaches and leaders to like figure out is 
what is that, you know, I hate this term, but like that bleeding neck problem that really has them going, okay, like, wow, like she, or, you know, he like does this, like, okay, like they understand my problem better than I do. Like they, they probably have the solution. So um, what are some things that you work through with your clients or that, that you have found effective, some frameworks around getting clear on the problems that you solve? So um, a lot of it comes down to um, their brand story. I like to really get my clients thinking about how they uniquely solve a problem for their dream clients. Um, a lot of the times we solve problems for our dream clients like that we've had in the past, right? So a lot of the times our dream clients are actually a version of us in the past. So for an example, when I first started my business, I was struggling so, so, so hard to get clients. Downloading all the freebies, spending time consuming information, and never putting anything into action. So when I think about my dream client, she's doing all of those things that I used to be doing. So I know what problems that she has that she might not be aware of yet. Mm -hmm. um, something, I'll actually tell you a story um, there was some like even so problem awareness content really works well for me and how I buy. If you can get me thinking, then I'm hooked on your content, on your stories. Uh, I'm tuning in. Um, I actually, uh, hired somebody to help me with my pro my program that I just launched. Um, and she was talking all about the psychology of learning and how to teach adults and making sure that like, you know, you have specific frameworks and you do things in a specific order that makes sense so that everybody can learn in and, and get the most out of your program. And she was doing all this problem awareness content of saying, Hey, you're not a teacher. Like you don't have it, like anything to, you know, make sure that you're teaching this properly. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, she's totally right. And it was like, okay, automatically I just signed up for her, for her, for her offer because I was like, okay, I have this problem. Like I'm not a teacher. I don't know how to do this and you can help me solve it. Mm, so, so good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, in terms, in terms of like problem awareness, right? Like content, like, 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 I guess that's, that's one example, right? What are some other examples, maybe even that, that, that you use or that have worked for you with your clients? Because Again, I feel like a lot of people think they know what their clients' problems are, but they don't really know. You know, like you said, they haven't spent the time to uniquely figure out like how that's true for them in relation towards their client. And that's what I like. That's what I feel is one of the greatest opportunities as a coach, because once you nail that, once you're like clear on that, not just from the space of like, oh, you know, I, I have an idea of it. It's like, you know, there's real people with this real problem and it's defined, it's, it's crystal fucking clear. I mean, six figures, potentially even seven figures, like is now on the table, you know? And so, uh, yeah. How do you get clear around the problems that you're solving? You know, because we're always taught solutions, right? Like what are the results that we're helping our clients get, but how do we get crystal clear on the problems we're actually solving? The only way, and I truly believe like one, one of them, well, the main way is through market research. Mm -hmm. I have my clients get on market research calls and I say calls because some people teach, like do a market research form post in Facebook groups. I say you need to get on a market research call 
with your dream client. And a lot of the times what I get my clients to do is even just offer $5 Starbucks gift cards in order or in exchange for 10 to 15 minutes of a dream client's time. Um, not only are like number one, a $5 Starbucks gift card, that's valuable to somebody. They can take that and they can actually get a coffee out of it. It's not like don't offer a $5 target gift card. Realistically, they won't be able to get anything of much value. Um, so getting on these market research calls and I have, I actually have a set list and I even come up, help my clients come up, um, with set questions that they can ask their dream clients to get that information out of them. And on a, on a market research call, they're going to be a lot more inclined to actually speak to you um, instead of typing something out and being short over the computer. Um, not only does that help you really get the emotion and get how they're feeling out of that dream client, you are now establishing yourself like you're making them part of your community and this offer that you're even going to be creating, which now they feel included in. And I always let my clients know like, hey, always ask for permission that once you, you know, you create this offer and you're talking about these problems that they have, if you can circle back to them in a few months and let them know like, Hey, like this is what you helped me create. It's very, very possible that that market research call turns into a four figure client for you. So realistically that $5 Starbucks gift card in those 15 minutes that you spent helps you create content that actually talks to your dream clients problems and how they're feeling and turns into multiple five it could turn into a five-figure launch when you have the right information and you can reach out the right people and push yeah. the right buttons yeah so good so good and, and i think that's like what's so powerful too because that that process really never ends you know even with the with the discovery uh, or, or doing those market research calls like after that it's like on sales calls in conversations in content you know even just seeing like what your, your clients are posting and what they're talking about or you know when you do a post and seeing you know, what comments come through and how many comments and like really just looking at the engagement, like people will tell you like what, what they want to hear, what's alive for them, what kind of content that they want to consume. So um, I, I love that. And I think there's nothing more real than actually speaking on the phone with someone. So whether that's discovery process or a sales call, like that is, is, is really what the key is. And then being able to take that and then put it in the content. So good. Like I remember, one of my enrollment calls um, was was with a client of mine now, and uh, he like he was just saying, man, like if I could just figure out how to pull the levers in my business, like then then I would be set, you know. And that's when I started to 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 ask myself, like, wow, like are, are you relying on luck to grow your business, or are you relying or relying on levers? Because anytime that I literally want to turn on the growth of my business, it's like I'm just like, okay, boom, 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 like I just like do these things, clients come through, <laughs> like it's it's like clockwork. And obviously there's intention, obviously there's work. Like it's not, oh, you know, turn of a faucet and like leads come through or something like that. It's like, it's a business, you know, it, it, it works and there's, you know, some magic to it at the same time and like do those same things and inputs equal outputs. So uh, started creating content around that. And it was just like, boom, like other people experience that, you know? And I think the flip side of this coin, just to add to what you're sharing is that, um, yeah, like not everyone's problems or things that you're experiencing are going to be directly relevant to your content, right? Like, 
if you're talking to someone who's not a dream client and they have problems that you start creating content around, you're just going to start attracting more people like that person, right? So just be aware of like what problems you're really solving and only speaking into those. Like just because someone has a problem doesn't mean that you should create content around it. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, before you get on a market research call with somebody, you want to do your research and make sure that they're actually a dream client of yours. Um, a lot of the times I get my clients to actually just reach out to people that they've been engaging with that they know that they can help. Maybe they've been talking to them in the DMs and asking them to get on market research calls as well. Um, instead of just even going to a Facebook page posting, Hey, I'm looking to speak to X person that has X problem that wants this desire. Um, it might even be better to just go directly to somebody who you already know or have a relationship with um, to get that information. Yeah. So good. So good. So um, let's talk about like a couple examples or like stories or maybe you've experienced or even with your clients, but like people popped in their DMs. Like, can you just share with me like a couple examples or like times where that's happened? And um, yeah, just, just stories around that. Yeah. Awesome. I'll actually talk about one of my uh, newer one-on-one -on -one clients. Um, so I've been working with her for just a little over a month now. Um, and before we started working together, she wasn't really even showing up um, on Instagram. Um, I think that number one consistency in your marketing is key to attracting and building a community that wants to work with you and that trusts you be yeah. consistent in what you're doing. Um, and also I think a lot too of like just being on your stories and actually speaking to your dream clients directly and talking about the transformation that they're going to get when working with you, as opposed to the features that they get when working with you. I know you guys probably know this, but, um, it's, it's just so important. So I think the biggest thing when it comes to attraction marketing, especially if you are starting out in your business is figuring out a system or a schedule where you can show up and commit to that consistently, mm -hmm. whether that's you on stories three times a week, whether that's you posting X amount of times per week and at a certain time, but just be consistent with it. And then any, and then engagement engagement is going to be huge. Um, for attraction marketing when you're just starting out, right? We all know how the algorithm works. We know how Instagram works. The more you speak to somebody, the more you engage with their content, the more you show up on their page, right? So a lot of the times attraction marketing has that back work of you doing the engagement before you actually really start to show up everywhere on their page, be their first story, be their first post when they log in, um, all of that. So, so since, so since she's been actually being consistent with this, talking about the transformation and then doing this real human connection, I like to call it engagement. Mm -hmm. Um, she's been booking sales calls like crazy. Um, people just reaching out to her, people seeing her stories and responding to them. Um, we set a goal on Monday. We had our call. We set a goal for her to do three sales calls this week, um, or to book three sales calls this week from just you know, attraction marketing. And she's actually are, it's not even Friday yet. And she's already booked those three of just people reaching out to her. So it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's dive deeper into that, right? Like with the consistency piece, like 
yeah, what have you found to kind of be the, 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 the different keys to being that first story that like that someone sees or the first post when someone logs in? A lot of the times, like I said, it does come down to messaging and engagement and being in the DMs. Um, so I know for me, um, the people that I engage with the most on Instagram and the DMs, Instagram will see, oh, these people are friends. I'll show more of Susie Ann's uh, content on Demi's page because I can see that they're engaging with each other. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a lead tracker. I, you know, kind of keep track of where I'm at with everybody. Um, if I know that they're a dream client of mine in the engaging stages, um, actually just building that relationship. I think one thing I will say, side note, is like, don't release the expectation of them ever becoming a client of yours and just actually engage with them as a human being um, instead of a, a dollar sign because that's really gonna make or break it at the end of the day for them, for you building that trust. Um, but yes, I, I definitely think the engagement part inside of things is huge. Um, there'll be time, like if I know somebody is, let's say a hot lead for me, I will be all in their stories, like maybe at least three times a week responding, um, you know, cheering them on. If they have a testimonial being like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Um, if they have a cute photo of their pet, it's like, oh my gosh, like here's a photo of my pet. I'll share a little bit into my personal life with them. Um, posting about your personal life on your Instagram as well, I mm. think is huge. Even if it's like a dinner or asking your audience a question, like, pumpkin spice latte versus, uh, I don't know, plain latte, like even things like that really can get people coming to you mm. with things to talk about as well. Um, the more you engage with them, the more they engage back. Yeah. So good. So good. I love that. So there's like a few key things that I heard from there, um, which is, yeah, like basically one, like kind of having a lead tracker. Right. And then when you um, are in conversation with someone that is, a hot lead or potentially an ideal client, like engaging on their content, on their stories, on their posts, like really starting to build the, the like a tighter knot or ropes between uh, the algorithm, like the algorithm um, of, of your two profiles. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one thing that I do do when it comes to like, let's say like attraction marketing is, is it's going to take you far, but it's only going to take you so far as well. Right. So if let's say, you know, somebody is a really hot lead for you, you know, you want to work with this person, you know, you can help them. Yes. You have a really great relationship built out from doing that engagement and mm -hmm. that attraction marketing. Yeah. You can then, you have that trust built. You can then start asking them some pre-qualifying questions to kind of get the ball rolling a little bit and getting them thinking a little bit about what it would be like to work with you. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of the times, even just asking a pre-qualifying question will actually get them to say, oh yeah, actually, you know what? I've been thinking about this program you're offering. Can you tell me more about it? Mm -hmm. um, so don't be afraid or like to actually switch that conversation from that friendship to the business side of things as well when it comes to the marketing. When have you found that to kind of be the ideal space to do so? Because I find that, especially with people who are earlier on the stage listening to this, like <laughs> there's so much shit that comes up around sales and like just like being direct and saying, hey, I want to help you, you know? So, and I, I think there's some truth to that fear as well. You know, like 
some people love when you're super direct, other people like are so turned off by it, um, that there's such an interesting conversation, I think, to be had around that balance between relationship building and connection and like saying like, hey, like I want to help you. Are you open to having that conversation, right? Curious mm -hmm. to hear your, your thoughts around that. Yeah. So I, again, I think it depends on the person. Like if you don't feel it, like how do you, I always try to get my clients, like how do you feel when somebody starts asking you these types of questions? Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I kind of get them to think about how would it make them feel the, the tactics that you're, they're using like if they wouldn't want somebody to use them on them, don't do them. It's going right. to feel icky, right? Um, but at the same time, I think that if you have a relationship built with somebody, let's say you've been talking to them for two to three weeks even, like just making that friendship, I think that it's okay to kind of dive in there and be like, hey, by the way, I know we've been chatting for so long um, and we have this great connection, but like who is it that you even like, what do you even do, right? Like you can even ask them like, who, who do you serve? Like, how many clients do you have right now? Like, how busy are you? Things like that. Um, do you have a team is another really, really great question I like to ask um, when pre-qualifying, or I get my clients to ask, sorry, when pre-qualifying somebody as well. Um, and just kind of just taking the reins on the conversation and moving it into that, that business talk. Um, mm -hmm. But it really just, it really does depend on how you feel. Like I try to lead with your intuition a little bit, right? If you feel like, hey, this would be a good conversation to have right now, then that's great. The other thing I like to chat with my clients about is if somebody doesn't respond, if somebody leads you on red, that's okay. Be okay with that. And just know that that's not on you. That's actually on them. They're just not in the place right now to be ready for your offer. Mm -hmm. And who knows down the line? Yeah, they probably will be. But I think that if we don't shoot our shot, then we'll never know as well. So I kind of like to get my clients to be okay with if somebody doesn't respond or respond in the way that you would like them to, right? Yeah. Um, because it could turn into a client down the road. Um, but if you never try, then you never know as well. Yeah, for sure. So good. So good. So uh, getting super clear around like who, who the client is and then creating content around that. Um, what are some key things around like finding like where, like a, I think one of the biggest questions I get asked all the time are like, where are my clients, right? Like, wh like where are they? Um, what has been your answer to, to that question? Okay, so it, de it depends on where their, who their client is, realistically. A lot of the times, I like, I love Facebook for finding clients. There are so many Facebook groups that you can be a part of for whatever. Like, let's take, um, let's take the client I just got off a call with. She is a WordPress website designer. She's like, where, like, where are my clients that actually have WordPress websites? Like, I don't know. Cause she does redesign for them. she's like, how do I find people that have WordPress websites that are female entrepreneurs that have like, she has her niche, but she's like, I don't know where to find them. So the first thing I did was I went to Facebook and I'm like, WordPress. The first thing that popped up was WordPress for beginners. It's a group of almost 60,000 people. Um, right. So it's like you join that group, you start networking in that group, 
very highly and very likely that you will find somebody that needs help with their website. If it's, if it's this whole group based on tips, tricks, and how to, how to make it, and it has 60,000 people in it that probably need help, <laughs> um, a really great place to start. So uh, I love just doing a little bit of research on Facebook um, and then doing the market research, right? A lot of people like ask your clients, hey, if you had a problem about this specific, like if you had this, I can't talk, specific problem, yeah. where would you go to find your answer, right? And a lot, like a lot of the times, depending on the clientele, that could be, it could be LinkedIn, it could be Facebook groups, it could be Instagram. Um, those are a few things. And then if you have, if you know where one dream client is checking out, like I I'm, I'm creepy. I like to go in to see what hashtags people are following. I like to go in and kind of see where they're commenting on what they're commenting on, um, who they're following as well, because a lot of the times they gather in pods. Right. Um, so I, the first thing I'm going to say to anybody who says, where are my dream clients? I would ask them, okay, who is your dream client? And I would go to Facebook. And that's where I would, that's where I would start. That's good. Um, you know, for Instagram, how do you find like people's hashtags? Like, how do you know what hashtag people are following? So if you go into somebody's profile and you mm -hmm. click on their following, yeah. it actually shows you, um, people and hashtags. Oh, interesting. So then you just use those hashtags in your posts. Correct. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. That's like super fucking ninja. That's so good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I love it. You know, I, I mean, that like these are the little things that I think, like, because it's such a tragedy to me when someone has such brilliant gifts, like that WordPress moment, right? And they just can't be able to bring them to the world, um, let alone like be, being able to just do one simple thing like that. And if she started using a certain hashtag, right, like it, it could make all the difference as well. Um, so, yeah, that's the, the, that I, I love so much. Um, as, as we're kind of wrapping up today, like, um, is there any like, final words or, or, or final things that you want to share with someone um, around just attracting clients or maybe, you know, something that, that that's been just a, a more recent lesson for you or just something that's very real on your heart that you want to share with anyone today? I think the biggest thing is to not get discouraged if you're not seeing the results right now that you want to be seeing. I think as humans, we, you know, want that instant gratification. We make a post, where's my clients? Like, why is nobody reaching out to me? It takes time. So it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It takes work. It takes consistency. It takes you show, like engaging. Um, so don't get discouraged. And I tell my clients this all the time because they're like, I made this amazing post. And like, nobody reached out to me. And it's like, okay, that's, that's okay. You know what? People are listening to you. Um, and that's the thing too, with buyer psychology and things like that, people are listening. Um, I've had people sign up to my programs that I've never even spoken to before that like one girl, she filled out my one-on-one -on -one coaching application today. She wasn't even following me on Instagram. I'm like, where did you come from? I don't know. <laughs> so people are actually listening to you. So you need to continue to show up for the people that actually like need that extra time and to build that trust and credibility with you before they reach out. So don't get discouraged, continue to show up even when you think nobody is listening, because I can tell you right now, people are listening to you. Mm, so good. So good. Amazing. Well, uh, thank you so much for everything you shared today. I feel like this was absolutely incredible. Um, for anyone who wants to follow you or learn more about your work and uh, you know what, what you do with your clients, 
what's the best place for, for them to connect with you? Definitely on Instagram. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at, at your biz coach Demi. Cool. So good. Awesome, Demi. Well, thank you so much today uh, for just sharing all your wisdom, all going nuggets and, and, and yeah, just jump on the podcast and doing what you do. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun to be a part of this. Yeah. So good. Cool. Thank you. All right. Well, that was great. That was so good. Thank you. That was, uh, that was really cool. I love your, your ninja hacks. Um, you got some pretty good stuff there. Yeah. I honestly was not knowing what to expect. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I didn't realize this was actually going to be a live stream, but okay, great. But that's fine. <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. All good. All good. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just putting the pieces together. Is that M? That is yeah. M. Okay, because I didn't know, I was trying to find you on Instagram when you reached out to me. And yeah. I was like, who is this person? Like, I'm trying to find his podcast. I can't find him. And then as soon as you got on Zoom, I was like, that's M Hass's boyfriend. I was like, okay, because M knows, like M is on my vision board for my next, to be my next coach. Let's go. After my mastermind, I've already told her this, but I was like, oh my God, that's M boyfriend. I'm on a podcast with M boyfriend. That's crazy. But then I was like, oh my God, this podcast is so exciting and awesome. And I love what you're doing with it. It's Thank so you. I literally just heard you say your handle and I just like rushed. That's so funny. Yeah. Bye. But yeah, no, I love like, and then, then I was checking you out on Instagram and I love what you're doing. Like, I think it's so awesome. Um, how, like, how long have you been doing what you've been doing? Uh, well, I co-founded uh, a company that like I, I grew pretty substantially like the last two and a half years, well, I guess for two and a half years and got like, it was like a coaching company, got a seven figures. And then just had a falling out with my partner. So um, similar work, but what I'm doing now exactly for about like nine months, like since the beginning of the year. That's awesome. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. I really appreciate you having me on here. Really yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. I think that like there's, there's so much like everyone has, I think they're the secret thing that's like making their magic work. And like, you've got that with like the social media management side of things. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing your stuff. Yeah, of course. If you need anything else from me, just let me know. I'm happy to help out. And um, I'm excited if you, I, I don't even know what Facebook group it is. If you want to share me in there sure. <laughs> or send me the link to it, I'd be happy to join. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I'll shoot you a friend request on Facebook and we'll go from there. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Yeah. You're welcome. Have a good okay. day. You too. Yeah. Bye.